guest star, your man, Who Is Beats Pack. And we do this every Wednesday. Wednesday. 5 p.m. Wow. to the that I want to talk about as far as your label and, and, and the, the uh, culture in Texas El Paso. You know, enlighten us about it. Well, it's, man, it's been going on since the early 90s. Uh, we had a big movement back then. Man, back then I was like 10 years old. Wow. <laughs> uh, probably, probably young, probably younger, but uh, it's, it rose with uh, some peeps. Uh, Novo, actually, Novo is on our on our label. Started some of the parties there, early parties there in the 90s. Brought, helped bring up Martin, uh, Mark, Marcus Schultz. You know, Marcus I heard Schultz. Yep. Yeah, Marcus Schultz is from, uh, I believe, uh, Albuquerque. I'm not going to tell mistaken. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of a big movement in the early 90s, man, and also um, in the late 90s. And uh, that's I started getting into this music in the early, when I was about 12 years old. Um, went to my first show when I was 13 years old. Went to, uh, what was it? It was uh, Doc Martin over the Club 101. Yeah, he's a 
while, while, a while back. And then uh, I just kind of fell in love with music, man. And, and a lot of these people there, um, man, I, I can name names. Uh, there, there was um, some production. There's a clip. The scene in, in the scene that impacted a lot of the region was started in El Paso, then creeped over into Juarez, and, and then Juarez um, started banging. Man, it was it, it, the rave scene there is banging, so it kind of stayed centralized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there was a lot more underground movement in, in Juarez, and it started slowly creeping back over into El Paso. When there was a, there was a like, they, they had a, t- a raver task force back then for us guys. We couldn't have parties. They would go and, and, and infiltrate and raid, and they, they had a squad dedicated for raves. So there was a big, big um, scarcity of, of, of raves and, and, and events. Wow. And wow. Uh, up until like the Navy, uh, you would say. Everything stayed in Wadis. Everything was popping in Wadis. And, and in El Paso, it, it was just more strict. Strictly right. lost. And um, it started like that, man. And a lot of different old, younger younger cats like myself um, started, you know, growing up. And, you know, seeing I graduated um, in 2001. So I started getting, I started DJing in 2000 and graduated in 2001. And I started, you know, producing messing around with the MC Brawling MC 505 and <laughs> I started you know started DJing I started dude my first deck players my, the first decks I ever played on were New Marks Belt Drive so I had to learn That's how to so so, you know? and then I, and my first CDJs were American Audio Duel CDJs like the only ones that you guys get get at the show at the club and um, yeah I learned the hard way uh, so I yeah, learned how to master the skill, and, and I slowly started, you know, going out and playing. Um, and then uh, around it was in 2000 and, <laughs> 2006, I started, you know, DJing more, and came back from uh, from uh, several several trips in and out of the country, mm-hmm. uh, uh, both family and you know personal, and uh, I was. I, I ended up with, you know, going to a rave uh, was Phoenix and um, yeah, I uh, was uh, like, you know what, I'm going to keep back and uh, uh-huh. Mark Farina for the first first time in El Paso. Oh, I, I love his music. Yeah, he, uh, um, he packed the place, man. It was 2000 and I could see not counting some of the people that we let in, you know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. There was like at least 2,500 people. And um, there was like Club 101 in El Paso. And after that, mm-hmm. man, I started bringing other artists, started getting more involved in the underground. Other crews started doing shows. And so it started growing from there, man. And, and now it's it's a very solid underground scene. It's, uh, you know, from EDM to underground. And, um, you know, sometimes things are cutthroat, but in the end, you know, we're all a community. We're all a... Uh, you know, a scene, and uh, I gotta say, El Paso has a very strong scene, man. Um, I mean, I played over here in Sacramento Wednesday, and um, you can appreciate uh, what what we have there uh, because 
there's a lot of people there, a lot of big artists in El Paso that haven't been uh, haven't been heard, and um, a lot of a lot of good artists, DJs too as well, that uh that are ready to rock and roll, man. They're ready to pop, and so it gives you that appreciation um, of what you got back home. Uh, but right, you always right. you always build, and my motto is like you know you're gonna be pretty better ride so I'm trying to travel around Southwest I've already been in Albuquerque Phoenix uh, Paso uh, I've been I've used to been to Las Vegas New Mexico a small town next to El Paso uh-huh. so slowly slowly moving uh, got Vegas to go to and and infiltrate and scene and, and, and you know make shit pop and bring my artists on the label um I really, I'm very passionate about my artists. I, I feel like we have very high caliber artists and uh, style. And um, the, only, the only way is up, man. Sky's the limit from here on out, man. We got the power, we got the sounds, we got the radio station. We, we, we got everything going on right now. So it's slowly, slowly building up, man. Um, big, big, big positive change this uh, year. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I push my people. Sometimes I get a little grumpy, you know, and I'm like, pushing. But it's good for a good reason, man, because I don't like to see, stag- stag- I don't like to see stag- uh, people stagnant, not doing anything. Right, right. I know life comes in and out, but you got to remember what you have, and you got to remember um, that you have that skill, you know, that that's mm-hmm. mastery in your life. Not very many people can do that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Sometimes you got your DJ act on a laptop with a tractor and your sync button. But <laughs> you, you rarely run into somebody that can actually do the art with one or two. And so right. that's, a, that's an ability a lot of people and a lot of the music industry and the DJ industry, they're losing that quality. And yep. and, and then that, that passion is there's, there's more like selectors instead of calling yourself a DJ, you should call yourself a selector. You know, right, not right. That, you know, not 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 front. You know, and right. and and learn the skill. That's something that I do recommend any producer to learn how to DJ your beats with one to twos, USBs. You know, even even if you if you're on a tractor and you're not. Know, Final mode or Serato, you know, and don't use the sink or anything. Learn the craft, man, because you will feel right. 1,000 times better and more complete as an artist, right. Right. DJ, and producer. So that's one thing that I really recommend any artist and any artist that's, that's up and big and hasn't learned the craft yet, learn it, man. You're going to have much more high satisfaction from your achievements. So that's just, you know, that's just the way I, I run, I run my label. So <laughs> I try to keep right. it real. And I totally but agree I, with everything you said. But unfortunately, this world, more, like this world is such a way of the coaches go about numbers, unfortunately. It's not about the craft and the quality and the great music. Yeah. All the things you said, they could never understand if they never came from me. If that's what we had with turntables, you know, real to real cassettes, you know, yeah. pause buttons, certain drum machines that you only could get certain sounds with four polyphony or MIDI, certain things. They don't know nothing about that. 
Yeah, it's fun, you know. Hard. Uh, it's it's an art. You know. Yeah, you got your you got your softwares and stuff like that. But uh, when you make raw sounds out of your you know, using your phone or recording stuff, you know, and then right, you right. To work with it and uh, record a raw drum or kick or clap, you know, mm-hmm. it, that just makes you feel even better. But, but you know, Ill, I realized for us that are much older that, you know, we actually, uh, you know, lock on to the new technology, whatever it might be, to enhance what we used to do uh, way harder. We couldn't even do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It does make it easier. It makes it a lot more. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> user friendly. Because back then it was, uh, it was piece by piece. Nobody right. knows. Right. So it's big, uh, it's a big uh, difference. Yeah. Say, you know, and then I get props to like artists like Jake Tripwire, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, like we Mark Farina, Marcus Wyatt, all those guys, like all the old school cats, like. Yeah, Marcus Wyatt. Miguel you know, Mix, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, all those guys out there that, that influenced the house music. Even uh, Jeff Bills, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Techno, you know, like, hey, you go, you go around and. Uh, like Nick Warren, you know all those guys, all those cats, all those cats that have made a big impact. Um, yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's hard to. There's a lot of people, like for example, Jim Chappar. He's one of the biggest influences in, in, in the tech house techno you know? And um, I, I see, I see his music, and I, I look at some of the records that I have. I'm like, man, I can't believe this guy. I talked to this guy online, you know? So, oh, yeah? Yeah, he's a, he's a really cool cat. He's got really great music and made a big impact, man. He's like, I brought that and, and that's the beauty of our social media technology. So me and you, I've known you for the one uh, manual, uh, manual, uh, Luna. Manual Luna, I'm sorry. Uh, since for a few years, yes, me and you stay connected. And yes, you, have, you, you and maybe several others are very limited as far as, um, how can I say, I word it wrong. You're, you're part of a series of people that stay still connected, you know, musically and through just social media that could actually produce records, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, run late because unfortunately, a lot of people, they get disheartened and discouraged and you, you, they just drop out. They don't stay Yeah, and that's, that's, that's one thing you gotta do is get out there. Um, right. That's something I'm really, I push my, 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 you know, I might come out as an asshole or, or pushy, but uh, I'm not trying to be pushy, man. I just watch it progress. And, right. and, and it doesn't, it's not gonna happen overnight. You're not gonna talk, you know, fix and expect world to fall in your lap, man. You gotta go out there and stretch. It's not half of these people don't even know what the fuck they're gonna be on dance Bro. Right. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing. You say it sounds so funny. It's true though. Like, what in our head, we might think we have the illustrations like life bread, but not, maybe not to the rest of the world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's traveling, man. Putting a little bit of passion. Um, you know, putting a little bit of work, a little bit of time. You know, even if it, even if it takes, you know, developing your little community wherever you live, wherever you're at. And, that kind of music people. You know, right, I, had, right. I had a lot of listeners that had never heard this kind of music before on Wednesday and um, they were they, yeah, I mean they they stopped and they were just like man that's, that was impressive and I was like 
Excellent. I was really happy about that, being able to open some new ears and minds. And that's what it takes, you know? Sometimes you gotta go somewhere where where there's people that don't even listen to that kind of stuff so they can open up new, new, new artists, new minds that are attracted to that. Because some of these people have never even heard or, or that kind of stuff. So we can show them. Some of them are fucking fine, though. No, no, it makes sense. So it's uh, it's hard work and dedication. Stay up the wall over over a decade, you know, probably almost a decade. No, but I keep I keep on the ground. I I don't. um, I like the music for itself. Right. And if people like it, people if not, then. Find not for them. Yeah, you'll find the people that will. Why? Right. And I do agree. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Juan. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm just going to agree with what you were saying. It, it made a lot of sense. Uh, sometimes you got to go to a place where they don't know that about. And it's very interesting. There's so many examples, especially this underground house. If you think of Frankie Knuckles, you even yeah. think of any DJ, pretty much that go from the West Coast, the East Coast, or from Frankie Knuckles with the Sidecar. I had to go all the way over there to bring it back. The whole world was You know what I mean? So it's like... You, you just don't know. Once you get something going, you know, that noise, that spark in you, I mean, that's all you needed. Then the rest of the world might be able to catch you. Know what I mean? Exactly. When you do artists, you need it, man. And going and... There's a reason why you're able to do it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's lots of people that can't do that. So, take advantage of it and put a little bit of passion into it balance yourself out, you know, of course, you can have your daily life, daily, daily work, you know, we got to make right. that better, but that's just going to ever fall into the lap, and get you with you, man, you got to work. Yes, sir, you're totally 100% right about that, it takes a, a lot of hard work, and we know a lot of these producers that we look up to, like all these people you mentioned, before all this digital, they had to work hard. Yeah, way hard. Way hard. Yeah, they worked so hard. Back then, when there was no digital, and everything was physical. Yeah. All pressed. Yeah, everything was pressed, and that's the point. They, they reached the reward still. Like, all this yeah. digital, it'll be done for them. You know? Yeah. So, it's a lot to think about and a lot to... Yeah, but if you love them, it's, no, it's, not, it's a no-brainer. You're going to keep going forward. Yeah. So, that's really... Uh, so, while we thank you... Fire interview, of course, you're gonna have a fire mix up, my man, Juan Rivera, also known as DJ Fire, am I right? It's uh, DJ Fire, and, uh, aka Silver, that's the uh, latest alias that I got going on. Um, on, uh, various, on one of on my label and a couple of other labels, like Sonic People, um, Turtle Music, up in Mexico, and also, oh. and uh, those live records as well. Beautiful. Well, don't tell me yeah, well, I'm I'm a, I'm a fire <laughs> uh, what you say, Juan? I have a fire mission for you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're looking forward to it. The DJ Fire, Juan Rivera, always moving to the food. The action. The action. He's coming. Thank you, Big Wild. We'll be staying in the room, my brother. Thank you, man. I love you guys. You guys stay safe and uh, be blessed.